This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. The Washington Nationals are playing some baseball. That's what I'm talking about. In a development year, in a growing year, these guys have found a way to win 11 of their last 14 games. What? Man, they are playing some baseball. Lose three out of four to the Mets. I think they won a series after that. Then they lose three or four to the Phillies. And I'm like, all right. I mean, that's annoying, but we're on the road, and they're the better team. And just ever since then, they've been cooking. Swept the Oakland A's in thrilling fashion. Then um, <clears throat> the Red Sox came to town. The Red Sox are mid. Beat them two out of three. Then I hyped up the big rematch. The big rematch with Michael Lorenzen beat them two out of three. We're going to throw out the game on Saturday where we were up three nothing and then they score like nine straight runs and mostly off home runs. Yeah, throw that out. Then the third game, we win that one in thrilling fashion. So I was supposed to go to the Yankees-Nats, at least the Thursday game at 1 o'clock. Had everything set up, but life happened, and I had to stay home. Big deal. Well, I'm kind of sick that I missed it because the Nats won by one. They came back. Despite getting the Yankees' best shot, I mean, Aaron Judge hit another home run. Stanton had two big hits. One of them was a home run, of course. And even this kid they called up, the third on their list, I think his name is Pereira or something like that, he got a hit. So, I mean, we got their best shot, still won. And C.J. Abrams, man, how about C.J. Abrams? He is finally coming into his own unbelievable man. Starting with the Phillies game, right? Well, Already, you know, he was on my radar because of fantasy baseball. You know, he started hitting better, and he started getting some stolen bases. Thank God Ben, my man Ben, traded him back to me. Thank God. Because he is cooking, and I love it. But back to the Michael Lorenzen rematch game, the Nats won. That's fire. Hyped up that game so much. And for the Nats to come through through for me, I was just through the roof, you know. Sucks I didn't get to go to the Yankees game, but I went to that game, and it was everything I could hope for. Michael Lorenzen got that no-hitter on us the week before. Then he came to D.C. The complete opposite happened. He was doing all right at first. And then, okay, we got a few hits on them. Jake Alou and Stone Garrett was killing this guy. They're bottom of the lineup, folks. They're bottom of the lineup, guys. 
And then he kind of maintained, maintained until the fourth inning. And, of course, you know, that's when the Phillies offense came alive. Bryce Harper killed us. Trey Turner killed us. Swarber hit another home run on us. I mean, what do you expect? But then we answered back with six runs of our own. Once again, Jake Alou, that that part of the line, Jake Alou, Stone Garrett, killing these guys. And then C.J. Abrams with the exclamation mark, three-run homer. Look at the bench and toss the bat swag. Easy. If C.J. Abrams don't do anything else for the Nats, well, he already did. He hit another pull-away home run against the Yankees. Same type of home run. This guy's unreal. If he don't do anything else, I'm going to remember what he did on August 18th, 2023, against the Phillies, against Michael Lorenzen, who had that no-hitter on us. I will never forget that. I must thank C.J. Abrams for such a legendary moment. It was fun, man. It was fun. I mean, going to Nats game this season has been fun. I said at the beginning of the season, I'm going to show up anyway, even though I'm not expecting much from this season. And it's been a pleasant surprise. You know, they've been great at home lately. They've been great at home. I mean, they've won pretty much every series they've played at home the last, like, month or two. I might have to look into that, but yeah, they won the Red Sox series. They won the Red Sox series. They won the Philly series. They swept the A's series. I mean, what more can you ask for? <laughs> oh, man. I got a ticket to the Dodgers game, but it's on Friday. I got a ref. So I don't know. And I don't know if I could sell that ticket because it was part of my like winter package or whatever the winter gift package i don't know if i could sell that i have to have to talk to the people in the nats front office but i have to go to at least one more game especially to make up for the miss yankees game so i'm going to look at the schedule and see what i can do uh it's only a month left i faded the ticket offer of buying into next year's package, like next year's um, partial season plan and getting the last 15 games of the season free. I kind of whiffed on that because, you know, I'm not financially able to do so. I wish I was because that that offer seemed too good to be true. It it was unbelievable. I missed out on that. It's a shame. Uh, Maybe I can one day. But, yeah, uh, I got to go to at least one more game. I got to go see what the schedule is about. I think one of those games we're playing against the, is against the Orioles. Once again, hopefully I can make that because I know that's going to be fire. But the Nats cooking. The Nats cooking. They, they didn't won the first two games against the Marlins. The Marlins that, I don't know, they beat us, what, 14 games to two last year? I may be exaggerating, but they destroyed us last year, and they beat us on 4th of July. So I'm like, we had a Marlins problem. We could not catch that fish. You know, 
we were not fishermen last year. This year we're doing all right. I don't know the record, but to win two games in Miami, that's definitely different than last year. I love it. Even though the Miami Marlins are mid, just like every team in this division other than, well, the Nats being mid is progress. The Marlins, Phillies, and Mets being mid is a disappointment. The Braves are arguably the best team. It it makes me mad. It's annoying because I don't like them. But I'm just telling you what it is. (sighs) Hopefully the Nats go for the sweep against the Marlins. I know this team doesn't sweep people unless it's the terrible Oakland Athletics. But (laughs) why not? Why not? I want it. I need it. I got to have it. Got to find a way to make it happen. Now, the Nats also. Okay, what were the Nats news? So, Strasburg retired and Stone Garrett broke his leg. Damn. I'm sick. I'm sick. Well, Strasburg, I understand. Like, he, he's he been hurt ever since he won the World Series for us. I swear, he's only played like 10 games the last three years. I, maybe even less than that. He just could not get himself back season-ending injury after season-ending injury. And it ain't just since 2020 has been happening his whole career. But he's a legend. And his performance in the World Series in 2019 will never be forgotten. And it's very important in bringing us a title. You know, he was uh, arguably a most important draft pick in Washington Nationals era. Yeah, I remember when they first drafted him, um, the excitement was through the roof. Yeah, I remember working my summer job at the Reeves Center and everyone was just hyping up this um, debut by Strasburg. He was the number one pick and he was a outstanding pitching prospect and everyone was in the house for that. That was a well-attended game, but, you know, I was still two years away from making my own debut at Nats Park. But, um... Yeah, man, it was excitement from the gate, and he's been really good when he was out there. But the injuries, too many injuries, couldn't stay healthy. That was his downfall. Other than that, um, really good numbers. Nats, uh, ring of honor worthy. And ultimately, I'm proud of what he did for the Nationals and for D.C. Sports. But, you know, it's just a shame that it didn't work out. I did kind of side-eye giving him a contract despite what he did for the World Series. Giving him that big of a contract despite his age and his injury history. I know what he did for us in the short term, but I was like, look at the history. 
I don't really like it. I didn't really speak up. I I mentioned this before. I didn't really speak up about it. I didn't really like it. And lo and behold, he's barely played. And instead of him being our clear ace, Patrick Corbin has been our ace like the last three years. This year is okay. This year is fine because of the emergence of Josiah Gray and Yon Hadon. Well, that's been a recent thing, Yon Hadon. But the emergence of Josiah Gray and uh, the, the stability of Trevor Williams and the emergence of Mackenzie Gore has kind of helped. And Corbin has played better, too. But that's kind of helped our pitching rotation. But Strasburg should have been up there. That's what the GM probably had in mind when they paid him all that money that he was going to be our ace for another at least five years. But whatever, whatever, you know, we got the ring. That's the most important part. Um, I love that Strasburg's getting his flowers. He deserves it. But uh, we got to move on. Got to move on, man. Uh, on to the next. He had a great career, but his body just didn't hold up. Now, Stone Garrett breaking his leg is heartbreaking because he is a fan favorite. Outfielder, young outfielder. I don't really know his history. I should have looked it up before the show. <laughs> More lazy researching by me, but he has been really good. You know, always come through when we need him. Uh, not an everyday starter, but he had a lot of potential. Uh, great power, big and strong guy. Athletic. Um, definitely love what he did against Michael Lorenzen. Uh, who knew that would be the last time I saw him healthy? Uh, it looks like he's going to be out till next year. It's a shame because he has so much promise. I don't know where he came from. I don't know where we got him from. But the fans love him. Uh, he's pretty good. He got a pretty cool name. But it's just really a shame how he got hurt trying to rob a home run, which he was unsuccessful. Like a routine play like that, and he just comes down awkwardly, and his leg is is snapped. I am sick. Why? Why? Why must that happen to a guy like Stone Garrett? I'm wishing him the best. Yeah, I hope he comes back strong. Matter of fact, why don't we look at his... I'm going to look at his uh, baseball reference. Okay. I'm going to look at his stats right now. Just a live live look up. Live look up real quick. Uh, Stone Garrett. Here we go. Stone Garrett. This season, batting 269, nine home runs. 40 RBI, three stolen bases. Okay, so what is his career looking like here? So we got him from Arizona. Um, Yeah, show minors. What's up? Show minors. Okay, okay. So he's pretty much a minor league player. Got the AAA in 2021. So he started off in the minors in, in the Miami system. Then he ended up with Arizona, made it to AAA with Arizona. 
Then he made it to the big leagues in 2022, and I guess he batted 276 in the majors. Then he ended up in AAA with us, and he only lasted two games before he got moved up to the league, and he's just... He hasn't been an everyday player, but, you know, he's been pretty good when called upon. Very solid player. Um, sick that he got hurt. Unbelievable. Oh, it said 10-day IL. Oh, maybe it wasn't Maybe it wasn't bad as bad as I thought. I thought I read somewhere that he broke his leg. Okay, so he's on 10-day IL. So I, I guess I was wrong about him breaking his leg. Fractures left leg. Oh, my God. That's bad. Oh, never mind. He got moved to 60-day IL. Yeah, it's a wrap. So, he'll be back next year. Um, That sucks, man. Fratrick left leg. Ooh, that's so bad. Man, sick for him, man. I hope he comes back stronger. He's definitely uh going to be a part of the pitcher. Um, definitely... Well, he's going to have a lot of competition with, you know, Hassel the third, um, Dylan Cruz. Yeah, he's in the mix. James Wood. It's, it's, the youngins are coming up. But I still think, you know, Stone Garrett, he's like Joey Manessis. You know, he grinded. He grinded, finally got up to this level, and, you know, he's playing well, and then this happens. So, you know, maybe he'll hold off those guys for another year or two, but those guys are coming. They coming, especially James Wood and Dylan Cruz. Those two are the real deal. They'll be here eventually. Now, Hassel, the third, I don't know, like people like Dalen Lau, like, I don't know where Victor Robles went. Even him. Like, these guys, they're going to be there. They're going to be in the mix. And now, who who's going to be the best? Like, who is going to crack this lineup? Oh, my God. Lee Monk. Lee Monk. Oh, man. Lee Monk is amazing. She has no fear. She will jack up them shots. She just split a double team and hit a layup. But I'm going to talk about the Mystics later. The Nats are rolling. Unfortunate about Stone Garrett. And um glad we gave Strasburg his flowers. This is probably the most I've ever talked about the Nats. Oh, wow. The Mystics are the next topic. And, yes, Lee Mung just hit a really good layup. Um, by the time you get this. The Mystics and Aces are going to be over. This is a game I should be at because who doesn't want to see the Mystics versus the league's best team who has 30 wins? I guess uh, winning 30 games is the big deal in the WNBA. Like, they only play like play like 36, 40 games, something like that. Oh, no, Alicia Clark, what are you doing? You left us to go to the Aces and you're shooting the air balls. In the clutch, what is you doing? Anyway. Anyway, the Mystics, man. The Mystics have been looking kind of mid. No excuses, though. I know, I know. They're missing our girls. And against the Wings, 
against the Wings, we didn't have Deladon, who just hit a three to put us up nine against the Aces. Didn't have Deladon. Didn't have Secure Austin. Uh, Arrow Atkins was back. Um, but against the Aces right now, everyone's back except Christy Tolliver. And Christy Tolliver really is someone that comes off the bench. Like, she ain't... She's not one of the main players we count on, but she definitely can, off the bench, provide a spark. But we got our key players back. We got Deladon back. We got Ariel Atkins back. We got Shakira Austin back. Shakira Austin. <laughs> Man, she's been looking good lately. But... We got we got all of them back. Brittany Sykes was killing it. She had 30 versus uh the fever. The thing about Brittany Sykes is she'll have some 20 point and even 30 point games. And then against some teams, she like completely disappeared. I I don't understand that, but it is what it is. Uh probably the story of her career. Probably did that with the uh Sparks. But the Mystics, they're in like, I'm, I'm going to look at the standings now. If I'm not mistaken, the Mystics are in sixth place, maybe seventh. Listen, I forgot how the playoffs. Okay, so they're fourth in the Eastern Conference. I don't even think they do conferences anymore. So, yeah, so they got the same record as the Sparks, Okay. And they're better than Sparks. That's the crazy part about it. The Lynx are 17 and 17. The fact that the Lynx and the Wings got pretty much 500 records, as talented as they are, and as much trouble as they give the Mystics, is crazy to me. That is insane. It is absurd. It is an abomination. But it's happening. We're only two games above the sky who are mid. And even the dream has jumped us in standing. And the sun, the sun and the liberty, 11 games behind the liberty, seven and a half behind the sun. You have got to be kidding me. You got swept by the suns. The sun, the Connecticut sun won all four games against the Mystics. You have got to be kidding. I know they're good, but they ain't that good. No John Quill Jones, no Brianna Jones, still won all four games against the Mystics. You have got to be kidding. Even against the Liberty, we was even able to win one against the Liberty. We couldn't win one against the Sun. I know they're good, but they ain't that good. Come on, man. They got cooked by the Dallas Wings twice. Okay, okay, okay. We got cooked by them three times. But come on, man. That's unreal, bro. You got to be kidding. So we're in the mid pile with the Dream and the Sparks and the Lynx and the Wings. At the end of the day, unless something changes, it it is just looking like a collision course for the Aces and the Liberty. I mean, for freak's sake, they met in the Commissioner Cup Finals. And, well, the Liberty showed up and showed out. They whoop the Aces again. But credit to the Aces for coming back and beating the Liberty by 10. Okay. Um, let me look at 
the standings here. Okay. Full standings. Okay. Honestly, bro. I, if I... If I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken. The last... The eight teams make the playoffs in the WNBA. If I'm not mistaken. I'm, I'm going to double check this. But seriously, like... Okay, format. All right, playoff format. So, let me. What the heck? I, I'm trying to see how the playoff format is. So, I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's the top eight teams. So, it's the top eight teams, single elimination. Round one, best of three, semifinals and finals. Uh,. Best of five. Yeah, because I remember us playing the Storm last year, and that was best of three. So, right now, the Mystics, the Mystics right now are in eighth place, and they will be playing these aces. Now, from the looks of things, but see how things set up, though, is that you have to play the first two games in Vegas. Uh, listen, he got blown out in Vegas. The Aces have always had problems in D.C. But you have to win one in Vegas. That's asking a lot, especially a team that's pretty much a freight train. That is the um, Las Vegas Aces. So hopefully we can... Um, hopefully we can come up out of this mid-pow and end up in the fourth, fifth slot, and then get two games at home against uh, one of these mid-teams. And, yeah, then we can get things uh, moving and shaking. But the main thing is, yeah, we've been losing these games, but we got our girls back, got everyone back. Now it's time to... You know, get out of the mid and into the top four where we belong. And then we can see the aces in the semifinals and not the dang quarterfinals where we got to play two games in Vegas. So we're up nine against the aces. Listen, unless they freaking choke, they should have this game. And that would be a huge win for the Mystics. I'm proud of them. They're cooking. This is what happens when we have everyone and we're playing well. This is a team, the Aces, that have only lost four games. This is huge. You can't come to D.C. with that nonsense. And I'm looking at the crowd. It's packed. Man. I mean, great job, D.C., showing up for this. Uh, for sure. Oh, and shout out to uh, Asia Wilson for scoring 53 against the Fever. See, that's how you punish the fever. Like, we've had trouble with the fever all season. The Aces punished them. And Asia Wilson had 53. Like, that's how you punish that team. But, you know, obviously she don't have 53 today. But, yeah. <laughs> Congrats to her. You know, I always like Asia Wilson. Always. Amazing player. And, you know, just like... uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. But yeah, she she fine too. That's all I gotta know. But anyway, uh, I gotta get to the next rematch. I'm hyping up. It's no hypothetical game of the episode because this is real talk. Sophia Smith, Trinity Rodman, the future, well, also the present, but the future faces of the USA women's national team. I'm telling you right now, they're going to be the lead charge of the Redeem Team Women's Soccer Edition. Sophia Smith still leads the league in goals with 11, but in second is Ashley Hatch. Now, I know I'm hyping this up as the Trinity Rodman versus Sophia Smith because they were the two uh, wings, attacking wings on the U.S. women's soccer team, but one of them is probably going to be the the main striker in next year's, or not next year's, but the World Cup, maybe even next year's Olympics. Get ready. Listen, the two titans of women's soccer, U.S. women's soccer facing off. This is like Avengers Civil War. I I said this the last time when I was kind of talking about this potential matchup. This is like Avengers Civil War. And also... Sophia Smith scored three goals against the Washington Spirit the last time they played in Portland. So just like the Michael Lorenzen thing, got to come see us in D.C. You got to come see us. You got to get we got to get it back in blood. And I can't wait. And I'm watching this game tomorrow in the Cabana Suites, which is a field level suites. This is going to be something different for me. Like I've never done anything like this before. But, you know, the, the, the folks at Washington Spirit front office assured me that these are some great seats and somehow cheaper than the club, club level seats. So I, I can't wait. You know, the, the Washington Spirit, since they have moved to Audi Field full time, have not disappointed. Uh, great soccer. Uh, great on-field product and they've had some great ticket deals including the club session sessions uh, the club section you know I, I had to go to two of the uh, club discount barbecues that they had I could have been the three of them but I did two out of the three so that's good enough and now they're doing discount cabana suites, field level, I believe. And so I'm probably going to meet some new people, I guess. I don't know. Usually when I do these ticket things, I just keep to myself and watch the game. But uh, we'll see. Uh, this is going to be interesting. This is the perfect game to buy into that because this is the game. Portland Thorns, arguably the best team with arguably the best player against Ashley Hatch. Trinity Rodman, Ashley J. Lo Sanchez, uh, Arby Kingsbury. Like, this is going to be lit. I've been waiting for this. It's finally here. You know? And thank God 
it's at Audie Field and not Segra or wherever they were before in Loudoun County. You know, I can take the Metro there. So I cannot wait. Uh, hopefully they show up and rise to the challenge. Hopefully this goes exactly like the Michael Lorenzen rematch and we just punish, you know. When I said last time, I want multiple runs on Michael Lorenzen. I want several runs. I got it. Seven of them joints. Got seven on him. Put a seven spot on him. After the no-no he he hit. I mean, after the no-no he pitched. Gave up seven of them things. Now I'm calling on the Mystics. Not the Mystics. <laughs> they're winning right now. Thank God. And they're up by 11. Mm, they are punishing. Anyway, I'm calling on the Washington Spirit to win by at least two goals. And Sophia Smith can't score. That's what I'm calling them to do. That would be perfect. Hopefully it turns out just like the Nats game and they win. You know, that's what I want. I'm calling on them to do that. I'm confident that they can pull this off. And, you know, I could ride into the sunset a happy fan. And I guess I'm going to eat well because I'm in one of those suites. So, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to the rematch, man. Uh... Avengers Civil War, U.S. Women National Team Edition. Let's go. I mean, this this is even better than when Alex Morgan came to town. Now, that was lit. And she scored. She scored, of course. But we beat them by at least two goals. We killed them. So I want a rematch of that. I want a, I want another rendition of that. That would be awesome. Oh, Thor the Deladon. Oh, night-night. <laughs> let's go let's go game over it's a wrap they're up 14 oh man the mystics congrats you know hey washington spirit try to one up them i know it's gonna be hard but try to oh secure austin dunk that dunk that get get out of here bro she missed the layup bro she missed the wide open layup bro Let's get to the next topic. Oh, my God. Getting me worked up for nothing. Um. Okay. Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Smith. It's been teased for months, and they finally getting together. So now Undisputed and First Take got their uh, retooled lineups, and now let's see the best show win. Uh, definitely got to check out Undisputed with freaking Richard Sherman. How did they get Michael Irvin after... Stephen A. Smith campaigned for him to come back. Him and Stephen A. Smith was a crazy duo. I think on Mondays, especially during football season, crazy duo. I don't know how he ended up on Undisputed. The Cowboys talks are going to be legendary. Also, um, Keyshawn Johnson. And I guess Rachel Nichols is still in the mix. This is going to be a show. And then Shannon Sharp on first take, I guess still with with uh, a swag goo, maybe Kendrick Perkins and, you know, J.J. Reddick and their cast of characters. Man, 
this is this is it. This is gonna be a battle right now. This is gonna be a battle. I'm gonna try to watch both shows. Um, Shannon Sharp on first take isn't gonna happen till September 4th. So Undisputed is up first on August 28th, which is Monday. It's finally here. Um, I think I got Orange Theory, but I got time to at least watch a, a segment or two. Uh, maybe more than that. Maybe like an hour, hour and a half of this. I, I might. Uh, we'll see. Good to see Della Don and uh, Alicia Clark hug it out. <laughs> but anyway, uh, in and out with this Mystics game and stuff. But yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. It's going to be a very entertaining show, especially when football season formally starts. It's going to be some legendary viral content from both shows. And the fans, we all win. We all win. We all win like this guy holding the sign that literally says win. Ha! <laughs> More Mystics Games talk. But yeah, man, um, can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. <clears throat> now, Inter Miami got messy, and they won the League's Cup. They strong-armed the League's Cup and just went on a run where they just couldn't be stopped. Even in PKs, they still were winning. You know what I'm saying? They beat those Mexican teams, and then they beat Nashville, and they beat Philly. They annihilated Philly. Oh, my God. They almost won the championship last year. Miami just ran through them. I don't think Miami has lost since Messi has been on the team. They're going on a crazy run, yet somehow they're terrible in the MLS standings. They're still in last. Um, I don't think Messi can really save them from the basement in the MLS standings. But, hey, if they can somehow win the U.S. Open Cup after winning the League's Cup, that would be remarkable. And even if Messi just is one and done with this team, just what he's done in the MLS is just outstanding. And it just adds to his legend. And he is GOAT-level brand through and through, like Jordan and LeBron. And he's just it's just added to his, I don't know, Great Wall of China length resume. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, his resume is literally longer than the Spongebob scroll meme. This guy scores in almost every game. He has scored in just about every game he's played with Miami. He's just making it look easy, which is a GOAT-level principle. The GOATs, the greats, they make it look easy. It ain't easy, but they grind so hard and practice and in training and in previous experiences that they get out there and they make it look easy. And that's what Messi does. It's a shame I missed him in D.C. It's a shame that I might not even be playing in New York. I missed him in Philly. See, this is what happens when you're not on your grind and you don't have the money to do stuff like that. I could have seen him in Philly. I could have seen the Nats and the Yankees, but... I haven't been on my grind. I don't have the money, so I can't do it. It is what it is. But Messi is definitely bringing positive attention to the league or negative. It just depends on how you look at it. Uh, I'm sure soccer purists or football purists 
are like, oh, the MLS is trash. M- uh, Messi making it look easy. He was getting clamped in the French League, but in MLS, he's just running circles around them. But also, it's maybe for the United States, people in the United States, it's got people tuned into soccer even more than they already were. Like, it's just brung more hype to the MLS and maybe it'll get even more people to these MLS games, even though I don't think that's hard to do, especially around here. Um, it's definitely not hard to get people to sporting events on during the weekends because people want stuff to do during the weekends. And what better thing to do than to go out with your friends and family to watch the Nats, DC United, the Wizards, whoever, Especially if the weather's nice. Why not? You know? It's fun. It's fun. You know, not everyone wants to go to brunch and clubs and museums all the time. You know, why not switch it up and go to a game? You know? That's why these that's why these crowds during the weekend, no matter what the sports, are usually pretty good. So MLS, you add Messi or someone like Messi to the mix. It's a sellout automatically. But I don't think we're going to see Messi here until maybe next year. And that's if he sticks with Miami. I don't know what his contract looks like. I don't know what his plans are. He could end up going back to Europe like Wayne Rooney did when he was here. And then, you know, he end up coming back and being our coach. But, yeah, that could happen. But we'll see. So far, the Messi experience has been amazing. I'm thankful for it. Uh, just every time he scores a goal, I'm just I'm just shrugging my shoulders. Like, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? And the last thing I have here, Trey Lance. I have to talk about this Trey Lance trade. Out of all the teams I could have ever imagined, the trade for Trey Lance, the Cowboys. Traded for Trey Lance? What? Am I supposed to be worried? I'm just here to tell you right now, Cowboys fans, it's not going to work. You still going to have to respect the bird. You're going to need more help than that. Trying to get a high upside, low risk, high reward player. It's not going to work. You're still going to be out in the second round. I said... Your ceiling is the second round. I got to remind you that your ceiling is the second round. I said your ceiling is the second round. Facts. Trey Lance is probably not going to see the field. And even if he does, our pass rush is going to eat him a lot. Our secondary is going to pick off at least one of those passes. You're still in trouble. This is a nice little splash signing. You only gave up a fourth round pick. Best case scenario, he eventually replaces Dak and gets you past the second round. Worst case scenario is he plays like he did in San Francisco and you end up cutting him within the next year or two. Or even trading him. Like getting value for that would be great. But I'm telling you, it's not going to work. You're still not going to beat the bird. And that is the word. Cowboys. Haven't won a title since 1995. You need to stop. Splash 
signings haven't worked in the past and it won't work now. You're done. You're about to get this work. For sure. Now, GoatLevelTees.com for all things GOAT Level. It's Mr. Van Pugh. Am I forgetting anything? I don't think I am. Oh, right. So congrats to uh, U.S. track team, Shikari Richardson. I'm very proud of her. Like she put in the work, all the drama she went through, all the embarrassing losses to the Jamaicans. She came back, world championships, won the 100, and then anchored the 4 by one and was even better in the 4 by one Great performance. Came home with the gold. Let's see if you can do it in the Olympics. Stay, stay off the weed, duh. I should add the Stephen A. sound drop, but I won't. Stay off the weed, duh. And you'll be fine. Because you are here. You have arrived. Just keep, the, like, you, you set a record, right? Since you're one of the greats, the GOAT level thing to do is to beat that time. Let's beat that time. Let's put the record even further out of reach. Nobody's catching this record. Like, what you ran was nice. I want to see a 10-5. I want to see maybe even a 10-4 if possible. I don't want anyone to touch this record. Let's get it. Very proud of her. And um, also the men's side, uh, Noah Lyles killed it. He was the man of the meat. And pause, pause, pause for those who think in the wrong way. Pause. Um, He won the 100. And once again, just like Sakari Richardson was the anchor in the four by one. Once again, held off the pesky Italians this time. Um, And he won that. Not only held him off, just straight up beat him by almost a second. Like a full second. Killed him. Bodied him. Proud of them. Great job. I enjoy watching those races. But yeah, um, GoatLevelTees.com for all things Goat Level. You already know that I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Goat Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.